Hey guys, welcome back to the Live More Right Podcast. I'm Cody Lou, And I'm Eric Elliott. And for this week's episode, we are going to be taking a look at skill versus fitness and how they sort of relate to each other on sort of our journey of, of physical activity, I suppose. Yeah, it's an interesting topic too because like there's so many different times we do just isolate a skill day versus a quote-unquote fitness day right. where we're doing you know, macons or going faster with uh, lighter movements and things like that. Yeah, so it's it's funny because a lot of people, especially in CrossFit with what we do, come in come into the gym saying, oh, I just want to be healthier. I want to lose a little bit of weight. I want my cardio to get a little bit, bit better. And then once they sort of get into it and they have some experience with some of the movements that we do which some of them are a little bit complex then then that focus shifts into okay how do i get better at this thing whether it's handstand push-ups muscle-ups olympic lifts whatever it is yeah that there is a certain there's a certain fitness capacity that you kind of require to have to do all of these quote-unquote skills that we call i mean like you know it, it is a skill to be able to to deadlift a bar in a proper efficient manner um, this mm-hmm. is not going to get you injured, but at the same time, like I know a lot of people, their first skill that they kind of ask for when they when they see CrossFit or think about it is the pull up, and you know th- there's a certain fitness capacity you have to have to execute a pull up right the first time, um, but that doesn't mean that you know the first six months before you have that capacity is useless <laughs> um, right. in terms of helping that skill and help building that skill. So. That's why, yeah, like you said, like that's why it's important we keep those things in our programming so that we can kind of work on developing those skills. Yeah, so let's let's sort of start with that kind of, I guess, first six months type of approach. And we're going to talk about a couple of things at once about skills. Where do they fit in, in terms of GPP, general physical preparedness, and, and how functional they actually are. So, for example, my, I'm gonna start with Olympic lifting. Let's say with the snatch where we're picking up a barbell from the ground straight overhead in one movement. And in terms of functionality, there are times where you do do that with objects, maybe not in the exact same manner that oh, you do with close. a barbell, but there are times where you literally have to pick something off the ground and put it over your head. Yeah and which is um pretty functional and i also relate it especially with clean and jerk a little bit less so picking stuff up stopping at your shoulder and then doing like a split jerk or something like that to get something over your head but when it comes to the olympic lifts what i find is that they are an amazing way to develop coordination speed and power from head to toe, regardless of what the actual mechanics of the movement are. Yeah, that's one of the things I like about the Olympic lifts too. Is they are, they are like really good ways to develop speed, but they're also completely functional in the way that they're used. Um, because, like you said, there's a lot of different, a lot of different ways that you could go about using them. Like right now, I'm in the I'm in the transition of moving like three times in the last year, <laughs> and not like far places, but just moving furniture to and from different houses sure. and like loading couches into the back of a pickup truck, like picking the picking the couch literally off the floor yep. or off the ground and then pulling it up and then hoisting it completely overhead in one motion 
right. to, to get it on the truck kind of a thing. Like that stuff is important. And like, there's a lot of people that I'm watching, like, let's be honest, there's a lot of people that come to the gym and say like they're, they're parents cause we're a family oriented gym and they're like, I, I just want to keep up with my kids. I want to be able to pick up my kids. And you watch so many times, like parents will literally pick their kids up, bring them to their shoulders and either hold them there right. or like they'll hold them over their head. It's kind of like a game. And, you know, like, the, the, again, there requires a certain level of physical capacity to do that. Like Absolutely. If you're, if you're not fit, you're, like, really sedentary and, and can't lift your kids up, sorry, that kind of sucks. Like, if you, you miss that enjoyment that you could have with your kids. Right. And it, it comes down to, obviously, when we're outside of the gym and we're doing these things like picking up our kids, moving furniture, the, the mechanics of the lifts that we do in the gym – aren't going to be exactly the same but they're not that much different but yeah what we're doing in the gym is going to translate over to that other stuff much much more especially when we're sort of nitpicking on people on people's form and stuff or like when i say use your using your legs to, to generate power to move to move an, a barbell or an object or something like that that those types of things are the big things that translate over to to real life stuff like moving furniture yeah picking up you know going to a barbecue picking up a cooler and, and and putting it in the in the back of your truck or something like that that something like that is how we teach people to not only use the right muscles but use them at the right time in the right order with as much power as they and and the least amount of effort that they possibly can you hear it all the time when people are moving heavy things lift with your legs and not with your back a lot of people don't know what that even means it's just a, it's just a saying yeah it's just, yeah okay like i'll use i'll stand up with my legs like no that's not exactly what that means but you're right when it comes to lifting things outside of the gym we do use the techniques that we we've been taught and we teach in here a lot and it comes to the fact that like you know when you're picking up that cooler if you're putting it in the back of your pickup truck like you're not you don't pick it up and try to kettlebell swing or throw it in the side <laughs> of the truck right like yeah like you lift it the same way you would lift the barbell to bring it to your shoulders first and then try to transition it from there either overhead or into whatever you're trying to put it into um so like that yeah like the the same way we lift things in here again going back to the deadlift like so many times we, we talk about it here every time we're doing a deadlift I know Cody and I teach it fairly similarly the same way is like yep. it's pushing away from the floor rather than trying to stand it up with your lower back right and you like I've I've been to the grocery store I've seen people pick up a, a like a thing of dog food that's like 60 pounds and know <laughs> you're probably not going to get hurt but at the same time yeah. like, some people have bad backs that will blow them out at 60 totally. pounds so totally. and I've watched some people lift it the, the the wrong way and like I'm cringing at like Costco <laughs> watching them pick up a bag of dog food yeah. but like that that stuff definitely helps and like getting those hips in the right position straighten out your lower back and then just standing up right rather than like like i said leaning back and just kind of like holding on with everything yeah. you can with your lower back rather than just pulling just grabbing on and pulling yeah so when when we talk about our gymnastics movements i think the the translation over to real life stuff in terms of that gets a little bit more fuzzy for yeah. people yeah, it's um, obviously lifting weights is simple enough you get stronger you do it properly it helps you it helps you do a lot of other things so when it, let's let's maybe talk about um, a few gymnastics movements and how and how we use those to increase our our gpp our general physical preparedness yeah and it's it cody's right like it does get a little bit more hairy like a 
it's not so black and white on how we actually use it. Um, the point of CrossFit is that you you are ready for anything. And right. now, like, who knows when you might need to use this? Like, <laughs> I, I know Greg had in the past. Greg Glassman has been has been quoted as saying, like, you know, you might need to jump up on something and, and pull yourself up on something in an emergency. Right. And there's just not that many times in our lives when an emergency happens, and uh, and that's totally true. But at the same time, if everyone did come up and you had to, I don't know if your kid. If your kid was in the, playing in the wrong area and you had to jump over a fence, if you don't have the capacity to pull yourself up on top of the fence to push down, jump over the fence, yep, you're not like you couldn't do that, and that that's the muscle up, right? Like that's right. helping. Even if you're doing jumping muscle ups in class, you're prepared for something like that rather than not doing it at all or doing pull ups and aspects like that as well. Like those things is help. Where the toes to bar helps is not exactly like <laughs> yeah. clear. Um, and the same with like a kipping muscle up. It's it's hard to make right. that same conclusion. Um, but you're right. Like a, there's a little bit more where you kind of have to stretch to the emergency aspect. Yeah. And I think a good classic example of something like a muscle up translating over is getting getting out of a pool. Yeah, like that, that's, that's totally true, where your hands yeah. your hands have to go above your head. Yeah, you pull yourself into a support position and press yourself up to get yourself out of a pool. Obviously, it's a little bit easier when you're floating in water and things like that. But but there does come it's it's almost like doing a banded muscle up. Yeah, like exactly. The, the first part's really easy, and then after you, the tension's you, gone, you do have to press you yourself have to press up. really hard out. And then, like you mentioned, things like toast the bar or handstand pushups. How often you're going to be upside down and have to and have to press yourself up. That's that's left more. There's room for interpretation there, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But when the the ultimate goal or the the general purpose of any of our gymnastics movements, no matter what they are, is to be able to pull your body weight and push your body weight effectively. And when we do gymnastics, it's essentially what what we're doing how we basically define gymnastics in the realm of what we do is moving your body weight through space yeah i think that's i think that kind of speaks to our next point and that it it works really well at how we incre- increase our fitness, fitness capacity in general right. um like like cody said like there's so many adults that that don't grow up or maybe they do grow up with a sporting background they stop when they're 18 not yeah. as naturally everyone does yeah and then they never play sports again and they, they go from these athletes when they're 18 years old to being like in their mid 30s early 40s as parents and and just being really awkward like having no idea where <laughs> right. their body is in space um and that's definitely the one thing that helps with gymnastics is like we figure out how how to control your body in space how do you manipulate different things so that our bodies can do different things um and it's also it's a matter of like like you said, being able to control your body and knowing how that is going to work in a situation like that, that I think blends or leads to um, to different capacities increasing. And the same like with a handstand pushup. No, is it going to make you? I got. I don't. I don't even know an emergency where you end up upside down and have to push something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, is it going to increase your shoulder strength to do other things that might be more functional? Absolutely. There's no question about that. Totally. And then. When we think about things like that's that spatial awareness, just just having an awareness of of, of where your body is relation in relation to 
other objects or the rest of your body. A big, a big example I would say is a lot of times we get new people come into the gym and one of, one of my, I guess you could call it screening processes is I tell them to put their arms above their head and they, a lot of people will feel like their arms are straight above their head and they're probably about 25 degrees short of 90. And sometimes, sometimes it's a mobility issue and sometimes it's an awareness issue where they just don't realize that their arms aren't straight up. And thinking about things like increasing our, our physical capacity or fitness capacity with movements like toes to bar or, or handstand push-ups where they, it's hard to, to fit sort of a, a real life application to that. My point to that would be that because a big part of CrossFit obviously is constantly varied, it's, it's a separate stimulus to to produce adaptation right so like you can do you can do push presses and strengthen your shoulder to your blue in the face everybody knows that if you do something enough you're going to hit a plateau yeah and when you change it up by doing a, a different movement and keeping those muscles sort of guessing keeping keeping yourself on your toes and and, and varying the movements like we have done forever in CrossFit and it's proven to work very well that that's where I see the most application of something like that. Yeah, and I, I think to kind of go back to your uh, the spatial awareness point, like I think it could almost be considered a general skill because I think when sure. you go to when you go to regular gyms, not to not to shit on them or like make it feel bad for for other gyms like that, but you know, like you see things like they're not squatting to parallel, they're not getting further enough depth. And and honestly, if you if you went and asked those people, I'm sure they thought they were like right. they they just don't have the spatial awareness. Totally. Like it's not they no one's told them they've never been they've never really like consciously had someone thinking about yeah. hey are your hips actually low enough to your knees or is all that stuff you know correct or, or like people just aren't aware of how their body right. is moving. So that, like Cody's right. The first time you know people come in here, and this is not a bad thing; it's a learning process. Absolutely. Um, but the first time people come in here, like usually you see it in the first couple of weeks, you'll say, "You'll we'll we'll try to use a, a verbal cue and say like you know straighten out your back or p- drive your knees out on a squat," and people will be like, "What?" Like, and they right. they're they're very confused because they they don't know how they're not doing that and what they're doing already, right? So like totally agree that like that spatial awareness is, is super important to learn um, because it, it's like it will transfer into all aspects of of your life because you'll start to see it more in your kids you know walk walk more with your toes pointed forward rather than duck like or something like that <laughs> right. or even in hockey like I notice that like I, I know how my body moves in space a little bit better when I'm skating so I'm, I'm a better hockey player because yeah. I learn gymnastics better yeah and sometimes sometimes it's difficult I, I've been under you know, I've been underneath a one rep max back squat and getting to full depth feels like yeah. your butt is going to go through the floor because you have to go so low. Yeah. And you sometimes you feel like you reach you reach parallel and you're yeah. and you're maybe maybe at yeah, sixty at, degrees or yeah, something like that. You look like at that, the camera and you're like you're nowhere near. Yeah. And that happens, especially under stress. It's hard to it's hard to, to keep your mind on on that many different things at the same time which is why we have coaches to help you out with things like that and make sure that you're you're 
range of motion is is as good as it can be mm-hmm. so then obviously we use these skill movements muscle ups handstand push-ups toes to bar snatches clean and jerks all these all these things that look really cool and fun to do so the big question is do you need them to be a fit person i like i argue yeah because like fitness is is on the fitness exists on the edge of your experiences right like my brother i'll use my brother for an example because he's a power lifter he's a strong dude he can deadlift 600 pounds squat over 450 and bench you over 300 like that's a strong guy right can he do anything with his body nope (laughs) like he's he's not fit like fitness exists on on your on the limits of what your body can do and what you can actually perform and if there's holes in that like if that means you can't do a pull-up if that means you can't run a 5k right all that stuff like yeah that's those are skills that that transfer into your fitness um that you actually need to be able to perform and if like if you can't do certain movements like that's why we have the quote-unquote test of fitness is the crossfit open every year right right and people who do really well in classes sometimes might not necessarily do as well in the open because it comes time when they get to a certain movement and there's a massive hole right and that's kind of what we talk about in last and in previous podcasts is like we are the jack of all trades the master of none Mm -hmm. and like it's it you get really mediocre at a lot of things and we're never right. specialists. So like, yeah, I think that as you get better at the skills, the combination of doing them together also makes you incrementally more fit because you, you, you know, you might've got your first muscle up, but then you combine it with double unders and wall balls. And now you have to execute that muscle up when you're tired. That makes you even more fit than you once were. Cause you like, now we have to go back to the skill of doing it, hundred percent correctly because when you're tired you can't you can't use more lats you, you right. have to use your whole body to do it properly yeah it's an interesting it's an interesting thing interesting thing to talk about and when I when I think about it it's there's a bit of there's a bit of gray area for me yes I think it's it's helpful to have movements like muscle ups, toes to bar, handstand push ups, um, snatch, clean and jerk, that kind of a thing. But when I break it down, so for example, there are I've I've come across people who who can do pull ups, they're fine with that. They can do dips. The piece in the middle where you're transitioning from a pull up to a dip can be where they struggle. For the most part, it's a it's either a movement pattern or a um, it's a movement pattern issue combined with maybe a coordination issue, which isn't which isn't really the end of the world to me. If if someone comes in and never does a muscle up in their life, but they can do pull ups and dips, for me, I'm happy with that. Yeah, like I think that to use an example, and I don't think he would mind if I said it, but Dome might be the fittest dude I've ever seen to never have a muscle up. <laughs> yeah, because like he he yeah. can do a lot of really cool things yeah. with his body. He's got handstand push-ups. He can like he can do most things right. very very well. Moves awesome. Yeah, but he doesn't have a muscle up, and he's gonna get one because he right. works hard on them and he d- tries to practice a lot. 
on the extracurriculars world class. But would I say that he's not fit because he doesn't have a muscle up? No. No. In, in the realm of CrossFit, maybe because like you're testing for that. Sure. But like he is, he's very fit. Yeah. And again, and if we look at it from the perspective of CrossFit, the open comes. You can't do these movements. Yes, you're not as fit as somebody who can. Yeah. We we move outside of that into again general physical preparedness. Can you pull yourself? Can you pull your body weight up? Yeah, he can do pull-ups. Can you press your body weight? Yeah. And in in that in that perspective, yeah, you are just as fit as anybody else who can do the same thing. So it's I guess it depends on sort of how you're how you're looking at it. Um with a lot of the things that come up when it comes to sort of these more skillful movements is building building the proper motor patterns so for example there are a ton of people who have either just gotten or are on the cusp or want to get handstand push-ups let's say for the most part mechanically they can do it and they just need to get stronger that's an easy fix yeah the 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 hard i'm gonna say hard part and it's not always hard but the key to movements like this is getting the motor pattern down first because there are lots of people who are strong enough to do it but if they can't move again that spatial awareness if they can't move their body in the right way to do it it's never going to happen no matter how strong you are yeah and 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 it actually comes down to being actually able to execute the movement with efficiency at some point yes right because like absolutely because like i was someone i'll use muscle ups that because i'm i'm fairly lat dominant I was able to do muscle ups relatively quickly in my CrossFit journey, but they were horrendous looking. Right. Like it was like no hips. Yeah. And it was just all pulling on my lats. And for like seven or eight months of every time we tested them, if you paired it with anything else, it was it was screwed because like I, I couldn't be very efficient with it. It required a lot of pulling from my lats. So yeah, it becomes like the strong person who's trying to do handstand pushups, as Cody talked about. Like, yeah, you might be able to muscle up one or two of them right away if, you, mm-hmm. if that's if that's how you do them but if you if you don't know how to get in a proper tripod position push through with your elbows in the frontal plane rather than being to the side or back then it's it really is going to come down to like it doesn't really matter if you can't you can't execute that fitness that you have yeah. the strength that you have because you are lacking in skills there's a problem there right yep so it's bottom line is do I think do I think something like a handstand push-up is required to have good fitness? For no. me, no. No. Being able to push and pull your body, your entire body weight, up to a pull-up bar or press from your your shoulders to full extension, yes. Those are the things that I think you need to be to have fitness. Yeah, and, and to say to kind of go off that. Do I think that, yeah, do I think that if you never get a handstand push-up, you could never be fit? No. Do I think that if you if you at least work on the handstand push-up but still never get it, will you be fitter? Yes, because then at least we're learning the spatial awareness. Absolutely. Because like there, if you never get the handstand push-up and you always just get it to like, you know, a 45-pound plate and then a 25-pound plate on top, at the very least, you're learning how to kick up upside down. Totally. You're challenging your comfort zones. 
and you're learning how your body's going to work in space. That is already going to be fitter yeah. than you once were by not kicking up. So like trying and not succeeding in that realm is 100% achievable in the same way that doing a muscle up with a band or jumping muscle ups. Uh, I know a ton of people when we do jump, jumping muscle ups in here, the first thing that they're scared about is being over top of a bar yeah, with it's only being, their hands. It's in. being that high in the air. Yeah, yeah, so like that's the first thing they're they're working on is getting mentally over that barrier <clears throat> of being that high suspended in space by only their control. Right. Right. So like I think there is a ton to to be said that can be learned from just doing things that are outside of your comfort zone, even if you never actually execute or get the full movement yep. itself. Again, it's learning motor patterns building those that muscle memory of how to do something because even just running through the drills you're training your muscles to move in a certain way and again we use these skills a as something for people to shoot for when when they're training mm-hmm. it's always nice to have a purpose it kind of keeps you accountable keeps you on track and as a means of adaptation so that we're not stuck doing push presses with barbell yep every time we have to work out our shoulders yeah, and it's exactly it. Like, and when it comes to skills versus fitness, like, there's a lot of times when we're doing, you know, if we do, if we have three metcons that week, it's good to get in a skill session where we're, it's going to be a little bit less intensity. We're just working on something that's low intensity. It's it's working on spatial awareness. It's working on pressing movements. It's working on body awareness and body positioning in space. All that kind of stuff. That's definitely going to lead. Um, to be being able to actually execute your fitness capacity better on those days that we're doing metcons. Yeah, absolutely. And all this talk about gymnastics actually fits in really well with what we've got going on. On May 1st, we're starting a six-week gymnastics clinic, I suppose you could call it. And it's happening once a week for six weeks, starting on, it's a Wednesday, right? Wednesday, yep. May 1st. That sold out super fast it sold out the day we released it we've had some people show some interest in doing it that didn't get a chance to sign up i think if we get a couple more we have two more that we're looking for yeah so if we get a couple more people who are interested we'll put on another one so if you are interested and didn't get a chance to sign up for the for the gymnastics clinic then email info at crossfitmoiride.com and then like i said if we get enough interest for a second one We'll do another one so that the people that missed out on signing up can get a chance to go through some of these things that we're that we're talking about. Yeah, and it's going to be really skill driven at that point, right? It's going to be driven towards those people that want to get first X Y Z movement that we've been talking about over the last twenty five odd minutes. Right. When it comes to gymnastics and figuring out how do we get that first muscle up or that first handstand push up or the the seconds and thirds and stringing them together and be more efficient too. Yeah. And then on May 11th, we have our three-year anniversary party at CrossFit Moirai. We've been open for three years now, which is awesome. We're going to be putting up a fun team-style workout together. We usually we used to do an in-house competition, but this year we're just going to do one single workout team-style, which will be super fun and less physically exhausting. Yeah. on the members I think hint it might be outside and it might be some sort of like a ladder yeah. so like if there's if you're sitting on the fence while thinking about whether you want to <laughs> want to join in yeah it's going to be fun bottom line it's going to be crazy fun there's going to be food and drinks 25 bucks a person 10 bucks for children can't miss it yeah it's going to be a good time 
So thanks for listening this week again, guys. Hopefully you got some insight as to how skills, high-level skills, I suppose, and general fitness sort of fit in together and how we, how and why we incorporate them into our programming here at CrossFit Moirai. If you have any questions, obviously feel free to reach out to us. Otherwise, we will talk to you guys next week. Have a great week, guys. See ya.